Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. I'm so glad that you're here because today we're going to be talking about emotional regulation. You know, have you had those moments where it feels as if everything's burning down and you're literally almost going insane along with the disasters that is happening around you? Could it be with clients or kids or family members, especially around the holidays? You know what I'm talking about, where on flow or whoever is coming over and you know all hell is going to break loose. No, 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 no. We're not going to go into crazy town along with them. We're going to be learning how to regulate ourselves, how to be in a state of ease so that when trouble hits from all different directions, we are cool and calm. And so after this short break, we will get into some really good tips that are going to help you in your personal life and obviously in your professional life. All right, grab some notes and we will get to it after this short break. And we're back. So glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me today. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic fist bump. Boom. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, have been following, and have been enjoying this time that we've been having with one another, make sure that you share this podcast on your socials, on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or whatever, all those fun places. I am on Twitter back. I'm on Twitter back again. I am on Denise G. Lee. So send me a message. I love uh, communicating back and forth with um, my followers as well as anyone else who just wants to interact with me. So go ahead, check me out. I'm on Twitter, Denise G. Lee. Okay. Also, if you haven't done so already, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There, I got a lot of fun goodies for you. I have my free weekly mailing list where I drop once a week and it's obviously the things that we talk about, but in written form, as well as some resources that may help you. Now, I know some people are more audio people, some people are more written people, so I got you both ways. They are not interchangeable, meaning that the things that I say on this podcast is not going to be the exact same things that I write about. And you only know unless you subscribe. So you got to go ahead and do it. It's free. You ain't going to cost you nothing. All right. <laughs> also, in info.denisegelee.com slash connect, you can uh, connect to my main page, denisegelee.com, where you can learn more about my story. Why am I a life coach specialized in trauma induction? Glad you asked. Why do I focus so much on knowing yourself and empathy and communication and all that stuff? Glad you asked. You'll find out all that stuff on denisegelee.com. Also, you got a question or would you like to just send me a some thoughts via voice. I'd love to hear from you. Check out anger.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or end, please not the middle, because I can't splice it very well. My other person who helps me do it can't splice it. So just help a sister out here. Just let me know in the beginning or the end of the podcast whether or not I have permission to air your message in a subsequent um podcast episode. So I really greatly appreciate that. And lastly, everything we're going to be talking about in detail can be formed in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox and send you a personal from the heart audio message and some very specific journaling prompts. And let me explain why it's an audio message and why it's a journaling prompt. Because it's not enough just listen to me talk about certain things. When you actually journal, you're tapping into 
your mind and you're actually starting to like really lay down new dendritic connections between your neurons which is basically saying like like the nerves in your your brain that help you think better and do better and, and operate better and so that you're actually fortalizing like the will and the desire to accomplish more and to do other things that fears and anxieties or your parents or whoever told you to no 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 don't rock the boat no 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 let's just do this status quo no that's not you that's why I have the journaling prompts where you write down some answers to the things that I have to ask you that reinforces it above and beyond just listening to me. So I'm going to leave a link for amazing attitude below. And obviously working with me one-on-one, you can, there's a link for you to sign up to work with me. If you're like, you know what? Amazing attitude's great, but I really want you, Denise. And I, I want to work with you too, sweetheart. So go ahead and check out the links in the show notes below. That way I can be able to service you high end or low end or any way you want. And obviously, I'm just so privileged just to have your ear right now. So either way, I'm doing good. I'm peachy keen. Okay. Now let's dive into today's topic. Emotional regulation is a huge issue, especially for entrepreneurs, because all of us, whether we want to realize or not, are run on emotions. And unlike feelings, you don't get to be able to control, maintain, or in fact, ignore your emotions, right? And short of meds, murder, or death, you can't alter emotions. But what you can do is to be able to recognize when emotion is hitting you so that you don't have to be overtaken by it. I remember many years ago, a couple decades (coughs) ago, I was at a... I got pulled over by a cop. I, I did a California stop and roll. And for those of you guys who don't know what a California stop and roll is, meaning that you know you, ha- you know when you kind of come up to a stop sign, but you don't really make a full stop, but you kind of just kind of slow down a bit and then you continue going. Well, let's call it California stop and roll. And anyway, I got pulled over, and I remember just feeling so devastated. I had a bad day at work already, just to make matters worse. And I remember just started crying and just feeling overwhelmed. And maybe there was a part of me that just thought that maybe the guy wouldn't give me a ticket because if he saw me crying and feeling sad, but he still gave me the ticket anyway. But I remember for a full 30 minutes just crying and feeling overwhelmed. And I remember even the cops saying, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, and I was just crying, I'm fine, I'm fine. I wasn't, obviously. This is what I'm talking about with emotional regulation. I could have just, no one's happy getting a ticket, clearly, right? I just could have got the ticket and then just said, gone to court, you know, say, hey, you know, I don't, I don't have speeding tickets or something on my account. I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, dangerous driver. And that just had, and actually that's what did happen. I did go to court and I contested it and I got a suspended sentence and, it, and paid a fine for the court fees. And then it would have been no big deal. But in that moment, I was overwhelmed with the emotions. I let that, the tidal wave of emotions just overcome me. And I couldn't think straight. I made a whole lot of people around me wildly uncomfortable and I wasted my time that I could have been doing other things that I had going on in my day. And so for a lot of us, we haven't really learned how to regulate our emotions correctly. We've just been overwhelmed by life when we had competing priorities or deadlines and some of us have gone into full tilt mania where 
we get so excited about something, we're willing to sacrifice sleep or time with loved ones, or in fact, even maybe showering or anything else, because we just want to just get things done. Have Have you ever been there? Can you relate to me? I hope to goodness I'm not the only one here who has neglected taking care of themselves because the mania of the excitement just causes you to forget all your other obligations and you're highly excitable or perhaps you get irritable and the irritation can like put a sour mood or a coating over the fun times that you're supposed to be doing. This is what I'm talking about, this idea of emotional regulation where we're not trying to ignore it. We can't. But what we can do is to be able to regulate it. So I have some things I want to share with you that you can be able to apply immediately right now. But I first got to prime you and give you a little bit of education because too many of us are operating as emotional thermometers when we really need to be behaving as emotional thermostats. And let me explain what I'm talking about this. Regulating our emotions doesn't have to be hard because too many of us, like I said earlier, have been trained by friends or family at an early age to live our lives based on emotional dysregulation. And basically dysregulation is a fancy way of saying, I don't really know how to live life normally because everyone around me was cray cray. And if you're interested in learning about your life script, check out the show notes below. Also, I have a link to learning more about your life script. Anyway, we're going to now let's get into what is a thermo, emotional thermometer versus emotional thermostat. When you are acting as an emotional thermometer, everything is situationally dependent. Things are going good. Happy. Nobody's giving you problems. Happy. Oh my goodness. I, my tire just blew. Unhappy. Somebody doesn't want to renew with me. Uh, even more happy. Somebody's insulting me on social media with crap lies even more unhappier. That's where we are not letting ourselves fully have full autonomy on our own sense of well-being because we're just letting all the other stuff that's outside us overwhelm us. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say that, well, you don't have a right to feel upset or scared if somebody is insulting you or just unpleasant things like sickness or accidents like make you feel uncomfortable no one's sitting there and saying that but there comes a point where you can literally let the feelings of distress interfere with your daily activities of life and that's where I want you to understand that being an emotional thermometer is basically absorbing all the insanity all the misfortune, and just literally becoming overwhelmed with that okay when you're we're also acting as an emotional thermometer we are reactive meaning like we, as soon as something bad happens, we pop up to action and we say or we do something immediately and we're not even really thinking about the consequences. Impulsive ring comes to mind, you know? And also we're prone to mania. The euphoric highs or the depressing lows. Have you ever seen people who are just really excited and they're buying impulsively and the next day they're feeling miserable and they look like they're about to like put a gun to their head? I, by the way, I don't recommend anybody do that, obviously. But the whole um, putting guns to your head and that's, that's a no-go. I don't want you to do that. And I obviously, if anyone is feeling uh, suicidal, I would hope that y- you would uh, talk with a, a therapist or so uh, not just listen to this podcast alone because I don't I want to make sure you have the full support and this podcast alone won't do it but anyway the whole idea is that some people are on the highest high and then the lowest low the next day 
that's being an emotional thermometer. It also is the inability to perceive consequences from your behavior. Have you ever just like kind of spin the wheel and see like if your decision can give you good or bad where we don't distinguish doing a gamble versus a calculated risk? And when we're feeling just overwhelmed with ourselves, we're not, we get a little disconnected from reality and what reality might uh, reward us if we're not careful and judicious in our actions, okay? And when we're in a, having the state of mind, conflict is inevitable, conflict with ourselves, meaning that what, what should we do, what should we don't do, conflict with other people, obviously, and that's just no way to live. And so I want us to kind of shift and act as we are in control and aware of our feelings, aware of our emotions, but we're not overwhelmed by that. And the way for us to do that is to be an emotional thermostat. And that's where we are situationally independent, meaning that no matter what's going on with people or things, we're not bothered by it. Even if it's impacting us, we got a plan A, B, C, heck, even F plan going on, we got things covered. That's what I want you to do. I want you to be able to roll, literally roll with the punches and understanding that even if things don't go to plan, you at least got a backup plan. And even if the backup plan doesn't work, you can still see the upside of what's going on. I myself was always, oh, for many years, just overwhelmed with life. And the reason behind that was that I just had this pessimistic feeling about everything and everyone. And guess what? What you think about grows. And because I was only thinking negative, I got more negativity back. But if you're just thinking, hey, even if this doesn't work out, I've learned X, Y, and Z. Now, I was I was talking with a client the other day about something that, you know, I've Sometimes we are very stubborn as human beings and we want to do things our way and our style. And even if we know that things aren't going well, we have a tendency of wanting to double down on stupid. And look, full disclosure, I've doubled down on stupid more times than I care to want to admit on this, 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 while I'm talking with you about this, because I'm like recalling moments where I messed up with my business, I messed up with my kid, I messed up with my husband and other friends, I put my foot in my mouth more times than I wish to admit. But the point I'm trying to make is that even in those moments of screw ups, we can see the upside. And if we can smile and see, hey, even if then I mess up our I didn't do things well, I can see how I learned. Remember, you never lose, but you always learn something, okay? Because that experience was a hell of a teacher that you would otherwise wouldn't get, okay? Let's continue with the list. When we are an emotional thermostat, we respond actively. We don't bury our hands and head in the sands and just wait for things just to get worse and then say, oh, well, maybe it'll kind of get better if I ignore it or it's not that bad. And, you know, denial is not just a river in Africa. And this idea of, all right, what do I do next? What do I do next? We're not going to do that in the sense of just kind of ignoring things. We're going to be proactive. We're going to come up with a plan. And even if we don't have a plan, we're going to ask someone who's smarter than us, 
to be able to have a plan. And that's why I talk about so much in my course, Amazing Attitude, about being proactive, about getting your needs met. Look, I go for people for a lot of services. You know, just today I spent a whole bunch of money on services that, yeah, maybe I could have done them by myself, but I don't want to sit here and master things that I are completely out of scope from the things I work on. I am a life coach and I don't work on some of these other things that I contracted out. That's using your noggin. So my question to you is, are you majoring in the minor things? If you are, then you're becoming an emotional thermometer. And I want you to shift into a thermostat. And the thermostat looks at the bigger picture and is not penny wise, but pound foolish. And so being able to look at the bigger picture and seeing, okay, yeah, I might want to snap and get angry at certain people if they don't do certain things, but what is it really worth it? Think about the long-term ramifications of trying to do certain things, not just with your business, but interacting with people in all areas of your life. I want you to really be cognizant and aware of, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing? And more importantly, is it even helpful? Okay. Next thing I want to talk about is emotional therm- thermostat is I want you to be able to understand your feelings. Now, remember how I told you that you can't really regulate your emotions, but you can understand feelings. And so let me explain what I mean about feelings. Feelings come from emotions. I know that we have all heard the words emotions and feelings interchange, but they're actually two completely separate issues. Emotions originally as sensations in your body. You know, when you feel that pain in your stomach feeling or you're, or you're just feeling a little, uh, urgh, like your eyes are just dilating and you, you're almost feeling overwhelmed. That's an emotions. And then as a result of the stomach, you're like, oh, you're feeling uncomfortable or nervous. But feelings are different. Feelings are influenced by emotions, but are generated from our mental thought. And so let's look at a couple examples. Like, for example, you notice the emotion of discomfort while at a party as your stomach clenches and your, your breathing gets constricted. And then your mind labels that as feeling awkward because perhaps you don't know how many people are there or you just saw a a coworker that you didn't quite like or somebody else. And yet another person with those same emotional body sensations, however, might label them as exciting because they, it's been a long time since they've seen that person. Okay. And so what we're doing right now is when we have those feelings, right, pop up, there's a bias. There's something that's kind of filtering what we perceive is. And remember how I was telling you earlier that I always thought of things as doom and gloom? Well, it's because I was thinking negatively, okay? And it's interesting because our our minds, it takes a tenth of a second to think negatively, but it takes 10 seconds, 10 seconds, y'all, to think positively. And there's a lot of things that you can do with those 10 seconds. You can take you can take some breaths. Oh, you can think of the positive. You can send out loving energy toward a person or the situation. You don't always have to think doom and gloom. And so if you can catch yourself and think of the good that's coming through the situation, I believe that everything is happening 
for us, not to us, then we can be able to reduce, we may not always be able to eliminate, but at least we can reduce the biases that want us to more or less burn the bitch down or cause chaos or be able to run away or be upset or irritable and all those other stuff. Like we, There's a better way for us to be doing stuff. And I'm hoping that when those moments of tension or frustration pop up, you're not going to be thinking, oh, that son of a gun, he's trying to screw me. Or that person, they don't know what they're doing on the road. I'm just going to honk them because they're an idiot. Like We don't have to go there. We can understand that for the most part, everyone is trying to do the best that they can. And granted, some of us are, are a little bit more successful than others, but Extending a little bit of grace that we would want for ourselves does a whole lot of good, not just for obviously interacting with people, but it helps lower down our blood pressure and it helps us to prevent ourselves from doing something that we would might regret later. Okay. So that all being said, self-awareness is really going to help you. And basically that's the ability to identify and name those um, those raw core emotions so that you can catch yourself when the filter of feelings comes up and you're not going to come to conclusions that are not really even on the basis of reality. I remember the other day I was seeing this post. It was actually an advertisement on social media and it was by a very popular uh, dating coach for men and the caption was basically saying what women want and there was a lot of interesting replies to that particular ad but one particular comment just really caught me off um not because she said anything that was poignant but it was i, I don't know any other way to say it politely but it was kind of bad shit crazy saying that don't talk about what women want and don't talk about what women need you have no idea you can't generalize and the the actual original post was very generic and I remember reading the exchange um, between the person who was responding and the original author of the post. And it was very clear the woman was projecting issues that had nothing to do with the post, but feeling dissatisfied or discomforting for her own past rom- romantic issues, clearly. And and I'm not going to say any other way, misandry, basically hatred against men in that regard. And it was really sad to witness that display on for everybody. I saw the profile face of the woman and she was she looked very mad, very angry. And it was in her her rancor, um, her ire matched the words that she used. It was it was pure poison on the uh, on the screen. And so I don't want you inadvertently saying something that puts you in a really bad light with others. Because here's the thing, even if you don't think people are watching, everyone's watching, even if they're not commenting. And I didn't comment back. I didn't even reply. I did not not like or, uh, or respond to any of the comments about it, but I saw the full exchange because it seemed bizarre and completely above and beyond the realm of rational in terms of respond back. I mean, have you, we've all seen advertisements and stuff like that we didn't care for you're gonna sit there and comment or you just keep scrolling by and 
this is the issue that for so many of us who are in dysregulated emotional states where we just feel like everything is a do or die, you know, battle royale. And it doesn't have to be. We also have the choice of picking our battles. We have the choice of analyzing, is this really worth the effort? And most importantly, we can decide if we want to keep cray cray in our lives or be cray cray. It's all an option. Okay. Let's kind of recap the main points that I wanted to explain with you today. Obviously, and first and most importantly, I want you to be aware of how you are reacting to certain things and being able to be mindful about the things that you say to your, first to yourself and then obviously with other people. And that means we're going to ship the paradigm and we're going to be an emotional thermostat where we regulate ourselves. And we set the temperature about how hot or cool we want to feel in the moment. And we're not going to be an emotional thermostat, just reading off all the emotions all around us. There's a better way for us to be doing things. And I'm hoping that as you're thinking about stuff, you are actually having an attitude of gratitude. You're thinking positively and you're keeping on the back of your mind always that everything It's being done for me, not to me. The world's not out to get you, but you are going to be at yourself if you constantly only think of the negative things. And this is also a great time to say that you cannot eliminate how you react to emotions short of meds, murder, or death, but you can be able to observe it and to some extent control it. And more importantly, you can also Be aware of your feelings and understanding where the bias for some of your feelings are. I have definitely shifted in the way I think differently about certain people in business that, you know, even a short few years ago, I just, I load or I just didn't want to understand. And now I realize that part of it was being able to be clear about my biases. And so my question is, are you being aware of your biases? Are you being aware about how you may be inadvertently limiting yourself in terms of opportunity or in terms of connections, in terms of networking things, because you haven't been able to have that community with alongside other people. Just something to think about. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said about the emotional thermostat or a thermometer or differences between emotions or feelings or just anything else that I said. I, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a message at anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee, where you can send me a voicemail message, or you can just uh, hop on info.deniseTLee.com slash connect. Ooh, that's a lot of words. And send me a message there. Well, either way, I just love to hear back from you and get your thoughts. And if you like this podcast, please be sure to share this podcast with somebody else. That way they can also be blessed and write a review. That way, signals to me what you like and then I can give you more of it. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.